Jesse, you were saying you're feeling a little vulnerable today. Oh my goodness. I am. Uh gotta get used to it, I guess. Sure do. Part part <laughs> of the reason why I feel a bit vulnerable today, sharing our love story to the world. Our love story. I was just saying that because building a soulmate friend, having a soulmate friend, it really is like a relationship. It's like you're dating. It's and oftentimes as if not more profound than the people you're dating at the time. (laughs) And I feel that about us. Um, Yeah, I think it's really important that we talk about our origin story, our superhero story, because... That was like the impetus of Beyond Curious. So Mm -hmm. the whole point of us doing this together is about us, the two friends, taking chances to nurture our connection. And what our friendship was in the beginning was absolutely taking chance. This is Beyond Curious with Maya and Kara. Podcast about two friends taking chances to nurture connection, baby. <laughs> because we're doing this together, this is going to be our first little share. Um, yeah, what do you remember of us getting to know each other and uh, of me in the beginning? <laughs> so, Kara and I, we met in an AmeriCorps organization. Yeah. In which. We were devoting our time to volunteerism, mm-hmm. um, community organizing, mm-hmm. activism, right? We would go to work at a nonprofit organization, and then on Friday, we would come together and speak and reflect and really nurture our activism and so on and so forth. So, in a lot of ways, it was a highly political space, right? It was forward thinking and there was so much tied to our identity as progressives. And I just remember thinking when I first got there that I was not excited for the white people in the room. I just was not excited. (laughs) I was just very confused as to why they were there. It didn't encompass how I thought about moving forward and thinking about how Black people were going to move out of oppression and Mm -hmm. people of color were going to move out of oppression. And so... Of course, whenever you come with your assumptions and you come with some type of barriers or perspectives in which you really think are just are so true to who you are and how you think about the world, you realize with growth that you know nothing. You know nothing at all. Nothing. <laughs> that everything you thought you knew was a sham. Mm-hmm. And that there's still so much to learn. And even when you do, you'll still not know a damn thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. So I remember it was one of the first meetings, if not the first meeting. It may have been the first meeting in which, go ahead. So, so yeah, I came in. I mean, I never thought I'd be in D.C. I was in Chicago before. So I was in a place where I knew I wanted to move forward in my life. And I knew I was committed to social justice and I did not know 
my role as a white person where I needed to be, but I knew I had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to learn still. So I joined this program and I was like, gosh, I hope I meet some friends because I don't know a single person here. So I came in ready to learn and a little bit scared because I didn't know anything. I mean, by scared, I mean like I'm just in a new place and like I'm in the midst of major change in my life, trying to find who I am in this work. And when I say that I'm, I want to be working social justice, what does that really mean? Um, so I was coming to this place really open, really open to the program, what the opportunities could offer me and what I could give back and find my way within it. So that's where I was. So for me, I came to DC as a transplant. I transferred to Howard University. And at that moment, this program was so important to me in understanding the city that Mm -hmm. I moved into in a way that I had not. When you're in a college city that Mm -hmm. is in a metropolitan city that has been extremely gentrified, extremely Mm -hmm. politicized, um, and there are whole communities in which have been practically erased in conversations and discussions, thinking about the people of Chocolate City, of the people of D.C., For me, when I came into this space, I not only wanted to give back to this community that gave so much to me, but it also meant learning from the people who were there. And for me, that was where my excitement was. I Mm -hmm. was so excited to be in this like political space and hub in which like-minded individuals who were ready to think about building a new world, a new city, a new space. And that inspired me like no other. So coming from a Black school in this community space, the last thing that I was thinking about was making friends with a white woman. (laughs) (laughs) That's just point blank, right? That just really wasn't. And also what it means to operate from a place of safety. There were so many reasons as to why, you know, we all saw Get Out, why it it just wasn't safe. So one of the first things that you do in any new space is you introduce yourself and you sort of give, you know, a little background. I was this girl from New York from from the North, Christian, meeting this Midwestern atheist. <laughs> and we were just like, so, there was so much of us that felt so different. White woman, <laughs> Black woman. Here I was, right? Somebody who was there for what Black people had to say, who were originally from D.C., as somebody who came for school and originally from New York, and who went to high school with white girls who have a higher probability of speaking harm, right? So like you mm-hmm. grow accustomed to hearing white people and sharing space with white people and holding your breath, right? Mm-hmm. And being prepared to keep it moving after being harmed, right? Mm-hmm. And also awaiting for that harm to come, right? Um, but it's clear as day that Kara was different, right? And when she came up into that space, she was exactly who she was, right? I think so much 
of when white people are in spaces that don't look like them, first off, they don't know what the fuck to do, right? <laughs> Black people are constantly in those spaces and have to navigate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Kara in this space was so different, so receptive, and exactly who she was. She was funny. She was quirky. She was open and uh, curious in the best of ways. And she was making joke of like the elephant in the room of like, what does it mean to be in community and her readiness, right? Like it just was her. It was just her. And I just remember just like, like just wanting to get to know her, like from that being like, oh, she's, she's, Oh, she's a good time. (laughs) I remember that first time I heard you speak. It was like, Mm -hmm. oh, this is not like the other white folks in the room or like anybody I hadn't met before. It was fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I couldn't tell you what I said. I will say, um, yeah, when I, when you introduced yourself, there was a level of you were giggly, you were bright like it your aura was freaking bright yellow bright orange bright red because you are also a fire sign you were speaking from your truth and without any reservations you were so direct and had this energy and this like joie de vivre this joy and power that I was like so drawn to who you were, how you were introducing yourself, how immediately too, I could see you looking around the room and developing friendships and connections with people so quickly that I, I knew I wasn't the only one in the room that was attracted to you and the energy that you bring in, in, into a space. Um, so I just had to wait my turn while she made friends <laughs> with other people <laughs> And I also tried to make friends with other people and I did. And every week it felt like slowly we were learning about each other in that room with all these other people, but really carefully and in very small, small ways. And at the time I found a free yoga and I was still trying to actively nurture that part of myself. I knew I wanted to continue doing mind, body, spirit work in my personal life and in this work that I'm doing and how to be more connected in all of the parts of me. And so I think I brought it up one day and it piqued her interest. And I was like, yes, this bitch likes yoga too. This is going to be good. This is my chance. (laughs) So I invited, I invited some other people and eventually she joined. And that became the space where we really got to know each other on that individual, but still with other people level. At some point, though, we we were meeting every single week for free yoga on Sunday nights and getting tea after. And and by that, I mean just hot water with the tea bag that we brought from our own space. I surely did bring the tea bags after a while. <laughs> it was broke, bougie, bitch central. Okay. Yes, it was. That was the moment. Yes, it was. And while we had a couple other people there and I remember them distinctly and how, how it was so valuable. I knew at some point it slowly just became about you and I and us nurturing our friendship. And it wasn't like that at the beginning. We, we just talked about the state of the world, all of our feelings about anything that came up. 
and how are we building ourselves in this in this experience to be the best versions of ourselves it was a a really powerful time and honestly the the only time i don't know if i ever told you this but i had very little social social life because i had been new and i was working at the pro in the program and also i needed another job to pay rent and so i was meeting people there but this was my favorite time of the week i come hell or high water i would i would not miss that yoga session it meant everything to me and i will never um i will never forget that time ah uh, yeah the feeling oh is also mutual also oh, mutual yeah <laughs> that was a good man it was a hard time mm-hmm. hard because what change looks like in community often means you are sacrificing parts of yourself mm-hmm. to give to people with even less than you, right? I mean, I do think about that time as being yeah. one that was so full. And I think there's something about creating a practice together that is spiritually aligned physically aligned that just takes the worldliness, right? There's this like perspective within like Christian spaces that are like be in the world, but not of the world. Mm -hmm. And I think about the ways in which we're taught to be of the world in things that don't really necessarily matter, right? Or feel like they matter. And at that time we were just in it and and connecting that it was so free of all the other things it was just yeah. mind body and soul right and when you do that practice and then you come back after giving your body such a gift and then sharing that with somebody else it allows you this sense of openness like that tea it's time so was real like yeah. our tea time post after a long week thinking about the week ahead what we just experienced together, it was just so full in a way that we didn't need anything other than ourselves. It just felt, it was so wholesome. And there were a lot of really powerful conversations that we had at that at that time. There was a really deep sense of understanding and knowing of each other and of ourselves in those moments that I had experienced very rarely. Here I was literally one foot in and one foot out with my relationship with Kara, right? <laughs> and then yoga brought that one foot to the ground and that other foot to the sky. And there I was open Aww. and ready to bust. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ready to bust. <laughs> That's one way to describe yoga. <laughs> oh, man, I wish. No, but seriously, <laughs> Here I was, right? And then, so what did that look like when we would then share space together, right? Mm -hmm. And like, for me, so much of what I was learning was based on the people that we were around and building this beautiful cohort and community with. Mm -hmm. So it was interesting because I did not know why Kara gravitated towards me. But like, there was a moment where it felt very... There was this physical component um, and then there was the spiritual component. And then there was also this like how I was intellectualizing my own identity into the space. Mm -hmm. Right. And when I finally found 
myself like putting my guard down, I felt out of control and vulnerable and exposed. But yet there was something that was pulling me, this like curiosity that <laughs> like felt beyond what we could really understand or put words into. Our friendship was so unexpected, right? Mm -hmm. That when asked about what our presentation topics, our end of the cohort presentation topics would be about, it was easily my friendship, my new friendship with Kara and how it was stretching me and how I thought about myself, my identity, the world that I want to live in so much, right? And this is can sound really fucking cheesy <laughs> when thinking about it in terms of the color of friendship, which Kara hates. <laughs> because we kind of are without, you know, the apartheid and yes. the help undertones and white saviorism, you know? Yep. Um, yep. But... <laughs> There was a part where it was just so out of the ordinary for mm -hmm. for me. But yet ev everything that was good in the world was mm -hmm. held with what we were building. That was scary on the other side, as Brene Brown would say it, right? Is on the other side of vulnerability, right? That felt times when it felt unsafe and unsure and uncertain. And on the other side of that was just like this joy and connection and satisfaction and mm -hmm. It was all all good things, and and that was hard when when you're looking at things as only black and white. Because don't get it twisted. I mean, black people be talking about race a lot because race is in everything. Yeah. And yet here I was having this soul connection with this individual, right? Who was clearly not only showing up in space, but was like, yeah, um, womanism, feminism, is not necessarily. I, I understand Black women's call out, right? That was the time that we were in and when we met. The the relationship that we have built, it took a lot of time and it's still growing and evolving. There was a level of connection that is like un, unmatchable that we both knew. And there's something about being able to be fully ourselves and taking, as you said, like on the other side of vulnerability to hold space for the the thing i feel best in our friendship and the friendship that we that we have built is we hold space for each other but we also really do challenge each other <laughs> and in completely different ways and it's completely different from year to year from from thing to thing but on the other side of that vulnerability is this space where we are curious, we are growing, we are expanding who we are because of each other in a lot of ways. Um, you make make space for me to feel seen. You create space for me to, to be able to fully see myself as well. And I think that's what Soulmate Friendship is about. Yeah. I mean, that's that's it. That's it. And I think from yeah. the, <laughs> for me, it started like a challenge. I guess for you, it started like your own challenge too. <laughs> yeah, I was on my own. I was on my own journey. <laughs> you, were, you were on you were on your own journey. You were like, how? how I was like, be friends. Be friends. <laughs> I, I was like, ah, <laughs> everything I know, disconnect, abort. Who is she? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. she passed again. 
and again. <laughs> yeah, so that's why that's why we call it Beyond Curious. That's why we call it Beyond Curious. <laughs> We've done the work to make it more than just our curiosities of like the things that are we identify as like these are our similarities and these are our differences. We've gone so beyond that mm-hmm. to have that real level of pushing each other and loving each other and supporting each other in the hard ways and in the easy ways. Yes. So that's what this, this show is going to be. It's like us going on this journey, continuing to push each other and asking each other to do the same because we Mm -hmm. know what the power of it is. And we love the folks that are willing to do it. It is freaking hard and it's not always cute. (laughs) Yeah. Friendship. But it's, yeah, but it's real. And it's, um, I'm just so much better for it. I'm so thankful. So, yeah, I think there's some really interesting things about the podcast that I'm excited to, to move down the line with of like, how do we get our mind, body and spirits? How do we get them flexed? But there are some things that we, what we aren't in the show. And there are things that we are. Yes. Let's talk about it. So we know, right. We know that women should have some things in the world. We're going to talk about that. There are some things that we are in the world and we are not. Mm-hmm. And there are some things about this podcast that, that are and are not. Yes. So let's talk about what we are not, who mm-hmm. we are not. So we are not a show about race. However, we are not afraid to talk about race. What we're not is colorblind. Yep. We acknowledge and in fact, celebrate and actively honor each other's lives and experiences and absolutely racist part of that. Mm-hmm. We are not just a show about pop culture. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> but we love it. We live for the tea. We live for the messiness and we love it. <laughs> Look, if, if you don't think Bachelor is going to come up during this, you're confused. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong, 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 wrong. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think we're going to talk about music at some point, because that is a major part of our love language. That is our love language. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be It's going to be part of it. We're going to do it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> we are not perfect people. We're fucking full ass people. And we are going to be learning along the way while we're doing this podcast. We are real friends (laughs) so our friendship will be part of this Mm -hmm. experience but it is also not all of who we are this podcast is not the only part of our friendship and this is an experiment for us to challenge each other and to connect with the folks that are like us but we are full ass real people we are not monoliths to that point we are not we are not Also, we are not here to dishonor our lows and Mm -hmm. how we show up in space at a given time. So I may not be Gigglypuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like Jigglypuff. You see that pun there? I, I saw you. Pun master. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Jiggly puff. 
Oh man, <laughs> such a good Pokemon. She's she's a legend. She, she literally just sang people to sleep. I mean, I mean, it's what we wish we could do. I know. I honestly, it's honestly. <laughs> You don't even have to say it. We know it. We do. We do. Um, <laughs> we are, as you're saying that we don't dishonor our lows, this is a podcast about seeking fun. We're mm-hmm. also seeking the parts that we, as we've explained about ourselves, we like to think, we like to reflect, we like to over-reflect. We love yes. to articulate every feeling and thought. Yeah, so that will be part of this podcast. We will be silly but we will also be our full self so you're gonna get a little bit of that while you're on this journey because we like we know that we are all that (laughs) yes yes if you are somebody who loves to fully immerse yourself in your joy with friends who emote we are we are full on emoters Mm -hmm trying to make sense of this crazy wild life that we're we're living we also are asking y'all to participate with us we met each other in community and we want to build that and support that and nurture that that is important because we know what that means for us as people and we know what that means universally the importance of community of folks that are willing to emote are willing to be vulnerable are willing to take some chances take some risks we truly love each other and we may have differences at times we are two friends that love each other and are willing and able to learn from each other and hear each other out and grow so that is part of this journey as well Oh, so well said. Love you. I love you too. I did want to say, we -hmm. are also for the girls, gays, guys, folks, who are at a distance and Mm -hmm. want to nurture their friendship and connection. Yeah, we're not in the same place. That is in some ways the impetus. We realized that we couldn't just call each other up and do yoga together anymore. How do we continue to build our friendship and and grow and expand both as people? Because I, truly I learn about more about myself with you. How do you build that when you no longer have that similarity or that connection of space? So yeah, you know you have some friends that you love that you haven't reached out to. This might be a cool way to reconnect and build some of those shared experiences that are the important pieces of friendship. So we want to do it with you. With you. <laughs> Welcome. Um, yeah. So this will be seasonal. We're going to be asking your opinions. We want you to get involved at beyond curious pod on Instagram, etc. But you're also going to email us, send us voicemails. We'll yeah. We DM more. back. We DM back. Yes, because we care about you and we want to hear about you. But yeah, so our first challenge is going to be about movement. We're going to get our bodies going. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) My back hurts already thinking about it. I know, I'm sore. (laughs) Just by talking, (laughs) talking about it. Oh, goodness. Yeah, you ready for this first challenge? I sure am. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Love you. Love you too, girlie.